we have to define the decision. Like, what's the actual question here? You know, are we looking at, am I ready or am I ready now? Um, the question is not, you know, have I done enough or do I need to continue to put pressure on myself? Uh, really, you're making a decision on, is it time for me to retire to go on to something else? That was Ben Tages talking about one of the 10 steps to answering the question, am I ready to retire? Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. On behalf of Ben Tages and myself, we're so glad that you are joining us here today. Well, retirement, it's a big life change. In fact, two of the most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. So the decision-making process to decide if you are ready to retire shouldn't be taken lightly. Am I ready to retire? That can be one of the most exhilarating and exhausting questions a pre-retiree can ponder. You've got one shot at this, and there's a ton of different variables, factors, scenarios to consider. The decision can be difficult and overwhelming for many, but not making the choice because of fear or procrastination is indeed making a choice. So where do you start? Where do you begin to dissect and break down this decision? In this podcast, Bentagious gives the 10-step process from going to retirement consideration to taking the leap. Enjoy this episode. Hi, folks. Welcome back. We are continuing our series on answering life's most difficult questions. We've got a great show on tap here today. We are going to talk about Am I Ready? So I hope you're ready for today's show. Before we do that, I just want to remind you we have a Facebook group designed just for you. It's a private Facebook group for retirees and pre-retirees called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Get all the latest and greatest stuff, um, all the links, all the data, all the URLs. Um, if we ever have an online seminar, it's always posted there. It's the best way to stay in touch with us. Go to facebook.com and search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement to join this growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Again, we are continuing this series on answering life's most difficult questions, and we have really kind of covered the gamut here. We have covered so far on the show, who am I? Where do I belong? What am I supposed to do? Have I done enough? And last week we talked about, does it matter? Ben, how would you describe uh, the past couple of shows? Is there one question that maybe sticks out from the others? Is there one that's the most important question? Or is it just kind of a, a conglomeration of a lot of things you have to consider when you finally do retire? Well, I mean, I think they're all great shows. I'm a little biased because, you know, I'm writing them here with you. But um, I, I do think that the, you know, last week's show on does it matter and then uh, furthermore, do I matter? Um, those are questions that, um, you know, if you're a believer and if you're um, if you're really you, you know um, where your value finds, those are ultra important questions to look at. And obviously we know the answer is yes. We know that, um, you know, it, that's, that's for any person. Um, but certainly we, we're, we're trying to um, speak directly to retirees. And when I speak directly to retirees, I think don't get in the mindset of, you know, I'm past my prime or now I, I've got to just move aside, let young people take over because um, you have so much to offer. In fact, I would say many times, um, you know, when, it looks, when we look at the wisdom and your abilities and your financial resources, all of these things yeah. that, that this generation has, you are so valuable. So absolutely you matter. And absolutely it does matter because yeah. we need more of you um, and your generation in our generation's lives. I think we 
spend a lot of time trying to unlearn, unwind maybe the concept of retirement so people don't go into retirement with expectations that will ultimately, you know, unfulfill them. But, you know, here's a question for you. Do you think that we go maybe too far when we pose all these massive life questions and we throw them in the face of retirees and pre-retirees and say, hey, watch out, and then you know, we're waving the red flags all the time. Do you think we go too far? Where's the, where's the line of trying to create awareness, but also not, not, not using scare tactics either. Well, I think if you just hear one of our shows and you're like, Oh man, these are the guys that say don't retire. I want to make sure people don't hear that. Right. We, we are saying we want your retirement to be the most amazing years of your life. Right. And, and the way that you do that, right. Is by making sure you, you think through some of these, these things that we're talking about, but that you keep purpose in your life. I mean, you know, our entire platforms repurposed. Uh, that means that you, you aren't going to be the same person that you were before. You're not going to have the same things um, dominating your daily schedule, but you need to continue to keep certain things in your life. And and when you're coming up to this decision, we want people to sure. have every bit of information that they can. But certainly, don't get um, you know don't get in this over analysis paralysis where now I don't do anything. Right? Yeah, I think you can get almost too psyched out or get in your head with something. So again, we're not trying to. Uh, push people into that zone, but also, again, bring a lot of awareness. Uh, as you mentioned, Matt, we, we've covered a lot of topics. If any of these questions have resonated with you, especially last week's show on Does It Matter? Again, go back, find us on iTunes, find us on your favorite podcasting platform. We're being picked up by new platforms all the time. Lots of new listeners uh, every single week. So again, go back, consume our stuff, subscribe uh, while you are there, but go back and listen to those shows. So Ben, today we are going to talk about the all-important question, Am I ready? And I got to say, this is probably right up your alley because this is this is kind of the point of taking people up to the edge, helping them through the decision of jumping. And this is something that you've done hundreds, perhaps thousands of times. Yeah, so many times, Jared, and something that I really, really enjoy is helping people through this, you know, decision-making process. I think that's where we start today is, you know, making sure that when you're saying, you know, am I ready to retire, to move on, to, to repurpose, um, make decisions with, uh, you know, a, a param- with parameters, right? Mm-hmm. Make a decision with a process. So, you know, I look at principles and decision-making as, you know, first of all, understand that you do have time. For everything that God wants you to do, you're deciphering His plan for your life. Okay, that's number one. Um, two, you got to kind of have a a process to kind of learn to kind of sift through the relevant information and large quantities of data. Right. As we were talking about earlier, we don't want people to be over, um, you know, stimulated in this thought like, "Oh man, I just can't make a decision." Um, there are so many books and articles, certainly on the financial side. We're not even looking at that side today. Yeah. But e- even on the more the mental, uh, the physical, the you know psychological side of retirement there's tons of information out there um you know and and that's what we're trying to help people do but don't get um overwhelmed but decipher through what is important data and what's not and i think the last one there is making sure that you you know have to avoid a mistake in your decision by by making a process um, minded decision. So um, I, I underwent a, a training and uh, became a certified kingdom advisor um, here a few years ago. And one of the things that they walked through was a criteria based decision model. Hmm. And I think that can be very helpful for our listeners today. Definitely. And I want to dive more into that. But just a second, you talked about being a certified kingdom advisor. That is through an organization called Kingdom Advisors. Ben, just talk about that for a second. Well, yeah, a great organization, um, an organization that I think helped me see that, you know, there's a difference between a financial advisor 
and a Christian financial advisor, and a difference between a uh, somebody who is you know professing to be a Christian, but also somebody who that uses really those you know that that biblical wisdom and the importance of um, really true wisdom yeah. um, in their daily practice. Yeah, and this is something you went through a couple of years ago, and I re- remember you going through it. it was very impactful, and you had a lot to say about that, uh, and that has helped you kind of uh, get kind of aligned with some of these different uh, principles and, and and process. So talk about the process a little bit. Well, I think the process, so it's called the criteria-based decision model and actually developed in the 1950s. This is not original to CK. I think they took, you know, pieces out of that and I have too tweaked it into my own, but um, developed in the 1950s by the Rand Corporation and it's actually been used by NASA. So whether or not you're trying to sell your company, you're trying to, you know, decide is it is it time to retire or am I ready? Mm-hmm. Um, remember, this was used by NASA in major decisions. So again, you're following a criteria-based decision model and we'll kind of outline the steps. Yeah. What's step number one? So step number one, and, and this is most important, I think, is that you pray. You know, James 1, five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault mm-hmm. and it'll be given to you. So I look at that as like, start the beginning with prayer. Yeah. Uh, you, you, so many people forget that there is deep truth to the Bible, right? And it speaks to almost every life thing that we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times we think we've got to instruct people. Really, we've got to remind them of yeah. what is actually written down in truth and, and really seek to find out God's will in our life. Again, it may it takes some of the pressure off, I think, when you yeah. say, okay, God has a plan for my life, and what I'm trying to do is decipher that plan. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point. I've been uh, hitting the gym a little bit harder over the last couple of months than, than, than what I have been maybe the last year or two, and there's been a younger gentleman that's been working out with me. He's about half my age, and, and we have different goals, different body types, and as you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Like you go on Facebook or the internet, there, there's there are literally hundreds of thousands of videos, different ideas on what you should do. You should be fasting. You shouldn't be fasting. You should be calorie deficiting. And there's just this overwhelmingness of of uh, of information. And uh, there was a trainer in the gym the other day, and I and I asked her. I said, "What do, what should we be doing?" And you know what she said? She goes, "Pray about it." She goes, "God created your body." pray about it. He'll tell you how to do it. You know, and, and it kind of, it didn't take me off guard, but I was like, huh, I've literally never heard anybody say that as, as an antidote or, or as a way to find information. Usually it's read this book or follow this guy or watch this video. And the first thing she said was like, pray about it because God wants your body to be uh, functioning the way it's supposed to function. He's got a plan for even your physical health. So start there. Yeah. Realizing he wants what's best for you. He wants what's best for your body for your mind, for your for your overall health. So I think starting there in prayer is, is a great place to start. Yeah, what's step number two? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
So step number two, Jared, is we have to define the decision. Like what's the actual question here? So, you know, are we looking at am I ready or am I ready now? Right. There, there's a differentiation there. Mm. Um, the question is not, you know, have I done enough or do I need to continue to put pressure on myself? Uh, really, you're making a decision on is it time for me to retire to go on to something else? Mm. Um, I'm working with a good friend right now trying to really help him decide if it's time to sell his company, Jared. And I think sometimes um, as, I, as I listen to him and as I'm trying to walk through this with him, um, the decision is not – is am I ready to sell and what am I doing next? That all has to be figured out. Right. The decision is, you know, am I ready to sell? We always talk about retiring not from something but to something. Yeah. And I think sometimes people hear that as I have to have this all planned. Everything needs to be laid out in sequential order and it's all done. No, that that sometimes I think causes again this angst of no, I've got to have all the steps laid out. What you're deciding on is this one decision. So yeah. when you're looking at, um, you know, this really this criteria based decision model, it starts with defining the decision. Yeah, I think that that's a really interesting point because I think, especially high achievers, uh, people that are deep thinkers, high frequency people, um, they want the whole plan um, listed out. And many times we end up. At least I've seen in my kids or, you know, they bring a problem to me and I say, you know, you're worrying about a problem that may or may not even exist in the future. And you get yourself all wound up mentally and it can kind of take you off course. Yeah, it, it really comes down to defining the actual decision and, and really taking some time to think, what am I actually deciding here? Not it, it doesn't mean your entire rest of your life has to be planned out and, and it's got to be in a certain order. It's, am I ready today? It's not even, am I ready, you know, sometime in the future? It's, am I ready right now? And I think that's where um, we need to start with any decision is making that definition. Mm -hmm. And, and for this individual, and we're going to kind of talk about him, you know, kind of uh, today because he's on my mind, on my heart right now, but um, it it, it isn't a financial decision, you know, and we had to differentiate that first. It it isn't, is your bank account ready? It's, are you ready? Yeah. And I was going to bring that up anyway. Is this where now the finances come into play? And, And I think I'm going to interpret what you may say. Probably yes, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to are you ready? And we're going to cover the finances in a future show. Yeah, I mean, the, the, maybe the question for the finances is do I have enough, right? right. When I look at the finances, it, is, is the bank account ready? But we're looking at are you ready as a person? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people actually certainly, um, it's not this individual I'm talking about, but I, I do see that. Some people start to um, really put their identity and in, in in value in, in their bank accounts. Sure. Well, that's a whole separate discussion. We're looking at is am I ready to retire? Yeah. Am I ready to sell my company? Am I ready um, for to, to move on to yeah. something different? Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. By the way, next week, just a little tee up for next week's show, we're going to cover that financial plan and, and cover the question, do I have enough? Um, but I, I like where you're going with this because it does provide clarity. You know, again, I suppose... And I don't suppose, but every time you're you're faced with a very uh, major life decision, you're trying to answer 15 questions, and you're seeing how they all, how you can answer them all at the same time. And what you're saying is like, let's just get down to the bare bones. Let's answer the most important question and just focus on that one. Yeah, I mean, in this in this case, the decision was not, do I have enough? The decision is, should I sell my company? Should I sell and, and repurpose on something different, or should I stay in the company and leadership role? Mm-hmm. And once we have that defined, like that is my actual decision, you can move on to step number three in our in our model, and that is really to clarify your objectives, looking at what are the key criteria. 
So an example, I'm going to use the same example, my friend, and it's, it's what are my, what are my key criteria? And these aren't his, but this is what I'm kind of in my mind thinking through them is, you know, there's maybe five, six, seven key criteria. So what are my objectives? Well, I want more family time. I, I definitely want to continue to feel of the feeling of accomplishment. You know, I'm able to use what God's given me. Um, I've got to be con- considerate of my team, the, the company, the future of the company. I've got to look at my kingdom impact. You know, is this a God honoring decision? Um, number five, maybe you think about maximizing return on investment financially. There is a financial piece to this. Um, there's a company value. Am I maximizing my company value? And then, you know, am I, am I unified with my spouse? You know, once I have kind of some of those key criteria met, I can move on to the next step. But even before I do that, as I'm trying to decide what, what are my key criteria, I have to think about what do I really want to maximize, Jared? I mean, there's certain things that in my life I want to maximize, certain things I want to minimize. What things do I want to preserve? You know, you and I talk about on this show all the time, time, talent, treasure. Um, Let's begin to look at um, each of those in their own, how they each fit into those key areas, those key criteria points. Yeah, so the, the process so far, and again, I'm just doing a little re, revamp or review. We're going to pray about it. Okay, so first we're going to seek God's wisdom. Then we're going to define what the actual question is. Then step three, clarify your objectives, your, cre- your key criteria. Do you suggest that you make a list? Is this where we Absolutely. do pros and cons? What do you think? Yeah, Jared, I'm a spreadsheet guy. Okay. I'm going to put this in my in a spreadsheet. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of nerdy that way, but you may just take a piece of paper mm-hmm. and start to write this down, right? Here's my decision. Here's my objectives. Okay, you're just listing them all out. You're not worried about the order of importance, right? Because that's number four, right? So number four, I've gotten all these things written down. Yeah. I've kind of used this idea of what do I want to maximize? What do I want to minimize? What do I want to preserve? Kind of to come up with those things. And then I go to prioritizing my objectives, hmm. looking at what are non-negotiables, which of these objectives can I trade, which of them can I not? Uh, I think you look at what are your wants and needs. We always talk with our children about that. Well, is it a want? Is it a need? So you should have maybe 10, 12 different things, and you are saying, I'm going to put them on a scale. I'm talking 1 to 10 is the most important non-negotiable. Hmm. These things won't change. And then also with, you know, 10 being the least important to you. So I think prioritizing those objectives needs to happen next. Yeah, that's really interesting. So why don't you just like walk us through an example? What's the mental exercise that this is going to look like? What's the conversation inside a person's head that that's going to kind of get them to this point? Yeah, you're going back to my friend and that example we're talking about because it's on my heart is he, he said absolutely number one is kingdom. You know, my, my uh, furthering God's kingdom is number one. Um, and closely thereafter was my family. And, and prioritizing them above. And later on down that list, I could see him kind of thinking, you know, maybe maximizing return on investment, company value, or even some other, you know, of those uh, objectives aren't as important to him. So that's kind of what I'm talking mm-hmm. about there is you need to first, you know, clarify those objectives, but then prioritize them, go through the process of, you know, maybe, um, you know, it's not as important as what I thought. And, and you start to kind of see um, the most important items. Yeah. And again, I think the whole point of this process would be to clarify, get down to one question, prioritize what the key objectives are. So again, I'm just kind of, I'm walking with you down this path. Um, you're starting to get more clarity. You're starting to hone in on what exactly it is you're trying to do with this, this decision. 
then what's the next step? Yeah, George, so the next step is we have to identify alternatives. So really, there's so many alternatives. Sometimes people put themselves like, I have to retire. You don't have to. You don't have to sell your company. Um, you can keep working. Um, you can go part-time. Sure. You can, I mean, there's a whole host of things that you can do. Um, one of the things I did with, again, my friend is I said, um, let's, let's talk about this, about what parts of your job are not life-giving. And we started getting into that conversation. Um, what do you like? What don't you like? And I said, well, maybe we bring in somebody and we take time to hire somebody and, and have them come in and help you. And you can keep ownership of the company, but offload the pieces that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And as we started to, again, go down that that direction, it was like, well, it became pretty clear that this individual didn't probably have the time, the yeah. bandwidth, and they were just ready because they didn't have the time bandwidth to bring that new person in that can sure. do that. So I think... Um, anytime that we're making decisions, we have to look at those alternatives. And then I guess number six, the next step is we have to evaluate each and every one of those alternatives. Yeah, I can see how this could play out. Again, you're trying to come up with the big decision. Should I retire? Analyzing that, coming up with the key components, but then saying, you know, do I have to go all in or not? I love this, how this is kind of playing out because I think uh, that can be a daunting process and it gives people maybe a little bit of relief to say, hey, there might be another way to do this. Yeah, it doesn't all have to be all in or all out. Sometimes the best decisions we make are all in or all out, but sure. sometimes the best decisions involve going you know, part way. I think, again, going back to this individual, I think being part of the company and not being fully engaged in it, mm-hmm. it's going to be very challenging. But you may be the type of person that says, hey, I can, I can continue to look at this company from outside and I can continue to manage or be on the board or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. be involved, but remove those pieces of your work that you didn't like. Yeah. And again, I could think of somebody who's been working a job 30, 40 plus years and, hey, maybe I don't want to go from working a career for 40 years and shutting it off to say, hey, is there ways I can work part time, ways I can still get involved, ways that I can, you know, lead in a different way with less time and less uh, time constraints on my schedule. There's a, there's a, there's a thousand different variables you could, you could bring into play here. We see it all the time, right? Somebody retires from the construction business. They've been hiring and, and firing and they've got this huge leadership role and, and really they just like what they used to do in right. the company and they remove some of those, those things they don't, that aren't life giving to them yeah. and they get right back to, you know, driving a payloader and, and they're, and they're like a seven year old, you know, like they're a kid again. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. One more thing, Jared, as you're evaluating those alternatives, you've got to evaluate them with some guidance. You, you need some trusted advisors who really care for you. Um, you know, more importantly, you need to be you know, openly communicating with your spouse, your closest family members. You know, I just, again, going back to my friend who were sitting at the, their dinner table and, and his, his spouse looked at him and said, um, I know um, that here's here's kind of how this could play out. And and I saw such care from her and she mm. knows him way better than I do. Yeah. And knowing uh, who is in your corner and that knows you the best and, and really appreciating their guidance for you yeah. um, as you evaluate this stuff is, is highly, highly important. Yeah. So at what point do we start kind of testing the water, so to speak? Well, I think, you know, the next step is you, you do have to make a decision, right? I mean, you have to um, at least make a preliminary decision, you know, say, yes, it is time to retire. Yes, it is time to sell. Yes, it is time to, you know, really repurpose. And I think with that, Jared comes, you know, bringing in those who have to know, you know, key stakeholders, you know, back to my example of selling a company, but um, definitely you're bringing in uh, more people outside of your, your, your closest sphere and say, you know, I've made the decision to retire and bring in some of those even professionals, other people that you haven't run in a loop. But 
you have to make that preliminary yes. It's time decision yeah. in your head. Uh, really, I think before you make your final decision, it seems like a really big step to where like you haven't done it, but you've kind of mentally committed to doing it. That's got to be a tough step. It is a tough step, but I think you need to make that mental yes. I'm going to sell mm-hmm. before that you can go into the next step, Jared, which is assessing the risk and and really that's looking at even deeper like i've made this decision what's the worst possible thing that could happen how likely is it and can i live with it if it does right yeah. so you're you're going really deep on saying okay i've made this decision and kind of that final checkpoint of assessing the, the really the the biggest risk what's the time frame you give people on this what do you say i don't think there's a time frame i think what we don't want to do is string this out for years you know, years yeah. um, but i think uh you know certainly um laying it out on paper and saying okay we're gonna try to make this decision by this date is also very very helpful great stuff so i can imagine the final step is just pulling the trigger and doing it it, it is and it isn't jared i think the final decision yes you make the final decision but then you do you do finally test it. And I think there's, again, there's five big tests. And they all start with letter P. Learn this from Kingdom Advisors and love it. I think so. First of all, you're testing the decision. Does it meet the promise test? And, and looking back, is there biblical promises that God gives you relative to those decisions that you can really rest on? Uh, the next P would be your partner test. Again, back to my friend is does my spouse, accountability partner, um, do they think of that decision? What do they finally, yes, we've made this and we've tested it. Uh, the purpose test is, is is really this purpose that making this decision, is it worthwhile? Um, am I just selling to retire and relax or am I selling to really do something more with my life? Um, and the next one is preference test. Is this something I'm going to like? You know, is my preference really my overall preference to move on and be repurposed? And then finally, I think this is a key, Jared, as you're testing any big decision, does it meet the peace test? I mean, Philippians 4, um, do not be anxious in anything, right? So can you actually rest in that promise that you don't have to be anxious about this decision? You've made it. You've done every step you can. You've followed everything, you know, that we've outlined today. And you've looked, most importantly, to God's word at the beginning and now at the end. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode, answering the question, am I ready to retire? Next week, we're going to cover the question, do I have enough to retire? Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.